The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. There's three reasons to celebrate today, April the 23rd. The first one is this is my 250th show with Voice America straight through, almost five years in July, and uh, just had a wonderful time bringing fantastic guests and my own accumulation of understanding and awareness on this awakening journey has just been phenomenal. So that's a, a very special moment. Secondly, April 23rd is right in the midst of this Cardinal Grand Cross astrological alignment, which has been predicted by many to be the most significant event of this year, and for some people, uh, predicting it of, of their lives. And synchronistically and beautifully, my guests today will be bringing you the information that you need to understand on this very important moment, because this Grand Cross, if you look at the four planets involved are the four positions, the four sun signs that they're in, and you go to the center, the only uh, comment or practical thing that I can say about the overall energy is peaceful revolution. And synchronistically, Kelly and Perry are on the love revolution uh, road to sovereignty. And I know what they have to say today is of great significance to all of our listeners and to me personally and i'm delighted to have you both on the show so thank you for joining me on this very special day Mm. thank you peter for having us thank you peter we're so glad to be here so it might be helpful for our our listeners if you could just give a little brief uh introduction about yourselves and and how you've come to this very important moment of realization in your own lives okay well in my my training started when I was young, and, you know, I was absconded by the Illuminati, and uh, my stepfather rescued me, and, and then I, I, I had training from uh, a being called Moda that was, uh, my stepfather was a medium, and, and so I, I learned how to read energy, and, and, I, and so the way I see souls and human bodies is that they're suffocating, uh, they they can't breathe. They're barely barely breathing, and so when I saw this as a young girl, I knew that I had to find a way to help souls to break free from the imprints, the automatic imprints that keep souls from breathing. 
And so I did a lot of shamanic training and, and then wrote Liquid Mirror and today do, uh, you know, work with people, sessions and, and workshops and such so that I can help souls breathe through the human on the planet. Now, you, your website is called Liquid Mirror and you just use that expression now. So could you explain to our listeners what you mean by Liquid Mirror? Yes, liquid mirror is the fact that the, the way I see reality is that everything that we experience here is a mirror of the soul. So when we are having relationships that are working or not working, it's a, it's a sign of the health of the soul. Everything is, everything is a mirror. And as the veil is thinning here right now, relationships are getting more tumultuous, and, but we're awakening too. The veil is getting thinner so we can actually see the truth uh, of the lies behind the veil that, that, that operate us, that keep us from our sovereignty. Thank you. And Perry, perhaps just give us your introduction. Sure. Uh, thanks, Peter. Yeah, I've been a student of life forever. Um, <laughs> I was actually, I was one of the, uh, I was part of the hippie uh, generation. So we're, there was a lot of exploring going on for me, a lot of Eastern religion. I was very taken and curious in all the divinatory arts. So I made my way through most of the mystery school uh, teachings, uh, whether it was Kabbalah or astrology. Um, I, I just loved uh, uh, the language that could be um, gleaned from those disciplines. And as I worked through all of those uh, disciplines, I was also uh, involved with uh, certain forms of shamanism that allowed me to have more experiential basis to uh, understanding. And so as, as a, uh, as a student of life and a student of all of these different modalities, uh, I've put together an amazingly, an amazing vision of uh, our soulful existence that is spherical instead of linear. And in my work, uh, as I, as I bounced it off of my inner experience, uh, shamanically, I started to realize that really what that souls live in their true state outside of time. And they live uh, in, in an infinite way and that they really have access to so much more than they know when they're indoctrinated in their earthly lives. So a lot of uh, my work and our work together, Kelly's and mine, has to do with uncovering that gem of the infinite soul within the one that lives underneath all the indoctrinations and all of the false senses of identity that they've kind of uh, accrued through their indoctrination uh, as a human being. So, let's, so just, let's, let's just talk then a little bit about, and, and either of you can, can begin, uh, uh, let's talk a bit about the indoctrination uh, because one of the key elements in all of this, isn't it, is people becoming aware of what is happening in their lives rather than living day to day without really any thought or a higher level thinking around what is happening in their lives and why. So just help people become much more aware of that indoctrination aspect. Yes, excellent question. So we have these, uh, you know, like in America, we have celebrities and, and people are watching movies and, it, and the politics, it's all indoctrination. It basically, there are beings in 4D that are operating the culture, creating the cultures over, over the history of the earth. You know, the history of the earth has, has not been known to us. Religion has lied to us about the true history of the earth. And, but the truth of it is, is that there are beings in 4D that are creating cultures and politics and religions and governments that operate the way we think, feel, and, uh, and how, we, how we behave. 
And so to break out of that indoctrination, we have to go, all right, so let's just not, uh, we have to start asking questions like, you know, with the weddings in England and, and you know, everyone just goes to the weddings and, uh, but on automatic behavior, you know, was asking questions like, can we trust this? Same thing with America, you know, with the, the, our government system as well as the celebrities and the movies are all used to manipulate us to not get closer to a way to have intimate relationships with one another. This is what has been taken from us and intentionally from beings in 4D, but now they're not, we can't think of them as enemies. Uh, we're, we're actually working on befriending them at the same time to awaken, to befriend them. We have to not have enemies and, but be awakened inside of the system so that the system doesn't operate us. So Perry, do you want to add a few words to that? Absolutely, Peter. Um, the, the whole thing about uh, the souls in their natural state, as I understand it, as Kelly and I both understand it, and many others, uh, is that when a soul is in its, mo- its own natural and sovereign state, it is basically a God particle. It's a part of the process of creation. It has all of the latent attributes of creatorship written already in its innermost code, not in its DNA, beyond DNA, in its soul code. So when you have uh, individuals, um, individual souls who are incarnate here on the world, what, what happens is that if they have access and awakened consciousness to that part of themselves, that awakened God particle uh, nature, then they are completely sovereign and no one has control over uh, them. No one has control over their assets, their emotions, their, um, their bodies, etc. So in a sense... What we're reclaiming when we're reclaiming our sovereignty is we're taking back our, our basic uh, God-given right uh, as creator. When we get absconded or suggested to or indoctrinated into membership roles in culture, religion, ethnicity, um, politics, when we get uh, taken over in that sense and we give up our sovereignty to be a part of what we think is a larger paradigm, larger than our sovereignty, that is actually a lie. That is a subterfuge. All of a sudden, you don't own your power anymore. Now, the larger, what you think is the larger paradigm owns you. So in our, in our work with the love revolution, we're trying to awaken people to their God-given amazing latent potential and what happens when a person awakens to their sovereignty is that they become part of the God principle in life so they become deciders of how humanity can be served or how frequency work can uh, redeem the darkness that is enshrouding most people's consciousness. So, so one of the biggest issues that I've come across with people who are waking up and are beginning to go on this spiritual journey and awakening to the truth that you've just described is having tremendous financial difficulties. And so they're in some way having to – or feeling that they're having to compromise that sovereignty and stay part of the system to a certain degree further than they want to be to actually survive in the world. What, what advice do you have for those people? That's a great question, Peter, and, and this is a, it's really a seminal question. I, this, this is so important, and most people think that, uh, that you can be 100% sovereign while you're incarnate in a 3D body, and we, we, 
understand that we're, we carry a, a composite of different uh, energetic bodies, not just a physical one. And all of those bodies are made of substances. They're, they're not uh, made of the pure essence of soul, you could say, but they're garb, they're clothing, they're interface uh, bodies that we use to work in certain realms of duality. Most people understand uh, the world of, that we live in as being basically meeting out its own demands of us. We have our physical health and survival at, at stake. So what I'm, what I'm saying is that sovereignty is really about awake, awakened contract. Uh, if a sovereign is deciding to become limited in scope of action by taking on a human incarnation, that doesn't mean that if they agree to the contract, if they agree to be a part of it, they also agree to lose some of their soulful freedom. But that freedom is, is meaningfully and specifically meted out so that that person still gets to operate in this dimension. So in some ways, the, the group of people who are leading this are walking between the worlds in many ways that they're, they know that they're sovereign beings, but they're compromising a certain degree to be part of the world as it is now. You could, yes, and you could call it compromise or you could also call it contract. Right. Uh, yeah. The reason why I don't like the word compromise is because people have enough trouble coming to terms with living in two worlds without being conflicted within themselves. Uh, and that's what we're speaking to. We're speaking to those people who are going, yeah, it'd be nice to be sovereign, but I got to make a living and feed my family. Right. And I'm, I'm only saying that you have to be sovereign in, in consciousness and you have to agree to what you're willing to give in, in, in uh, uh, I guess, uh, as a payment for your ability to work within this dimension. That's a really, really good answer, Perry. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. We're actually already up to our first break. Time is flying already. We'll take it now. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Are you dealing with a personal loss in your life? It can be just about anything, such as the loss of a partner through death or separation, something significant of value to you, the loss of a pet, or maybe something is missing in your health or wealth. Tune in to Healing from Loss with Brenda B. Host Brenda Blindenbaugh and co-host Monique McDonald are here to help you transform the loss in your life from pain to joy and move forward. Listen live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change.
listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Thank you so much for joining us today. I personally think this is one of the most significant shows that you will hear at this time, and it's right on the Grand Cross taking place, where we're looking to create Love Revolution with Kelly Lashar and, and Perry Mills. Just a reminder to go to my website, www.pidatung.com, where you'll find all the information about uh, Landscape Zodiac work, what we're doing in the world right now, and all the radio shows archived. And if you are interested in joining a regular Thursday morning live meditation, uh, you can just click on the events uh, link on my website, petertongue.com, and you can join there and join us either live on a Thursday morning at 11.30 Pacific, or you can get a download MP3 at your leisure. So we'll continue this uh, great discussion with Perry and Kelly. And, and Kelly, in the first segment, you just mentioned in passing uh, some of the realizations that people are having a way around the way in which we have been controlled, uh, indoctrinated was the word used. And you th- then talked about that we don't want to create an enemy of this. We want to embrace it and, and work with it. So just help our listeners, because I know that some people get very angry when they first understand and realize what has been going on in their lives and their world in terms of that indoctrination. So help our listeners to manage themselves through this awakening awareness. Yes, it's quite a process. When we awaken and, and we want to be angry or blame or shame and, and you know, be victims of it, but that's not the way to go with it. We have to take responsibility for how, why, first of all, we all chose to be here. And anyone that's listening to this program is listening to it for a very specific reason because their souls chose to come here. I'm, I'm very familiar with star seeds, and we all came here to do something together as a team. And I know times get tough and hard, but um, as we awaken, we need to realize that what's operating us from our unconscious minds, because they're operating our unconscious minds. And so what we have to do is is raise our consciousness so that we can realize what's operating us, let it go, and the reflection of that liquid mirror is all about the fact that uh, your relationships with your friends, family, and bosses, and children are all a reflection of the health of your soul. So to do the foundational work, to even earn the right to sacred love with more deeper, deeper intimacy with each other, is to do, you have to do a deep self-healing. And on that path, the path of proactive self-healing, you, you, you gain more abundance of life. You gain, you, you know, in terms of finances and relationships, things just get cleared up. You just have to clean up the um, sludge that's in the soul because when we incarnate here as star seeds, we came from a place of love. And then we come in as, as infants and we go, wait, well, I thought I was worthy of love, but parenting here on this planet, we didn't, these humans, humanity has been taught not to teach children how to love themselves. So that's the foundation of healing is to realize the core wound of I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of abundance. So we have to go heal those core wounds so that we can be free and fully expressed for the purpose of why we came here. 
And when you start making that transition, um, what, what are the barriers to people actually being able to love themselves? A lack of self-worth. Uh, and that, that's indoctrinated from the parenting. It, it's, you know, uh, the, the, the parenting here is just not, they don't have it. Very few people have had positive childhoods. And there's a reason for that. But it's not, the thing is, is when I do soul retrieval for people, they don't even understand why they even don't have any kind of self-love whatsoever. But then I have to explain to them and explain it to their own inner children that this isn't your fault because they think, oh, I wasn't worthy of love because my parents didn't love me the way that I remember what love is. And so then they take it on themselves and then they have, they create beliefs about themselves. So I, I, so I'm not worthy of love. And they, and they create beliefs about uh, living here. They create beliefs about abundance that are limiting, that keep the soul confined. So it's a self-perpetuating process through eons yes. of time, basically. Yes. So, so here's a tough question, Perry, I think. Um, so this, this, I'm going to call it a machine this, or this system that's self-perpetuating. Uh, what, obviously, those parents are not deliberately parenting their children without without love. So at what level is this being done consciously, deliberately, intentionally? And, and at what level is it just people um, who have been conditioned to behave in a certain way? Well, actually, you're right on the button of it, Peter. The fact is, is that the compartmentalization of consciousness is part of the way the matrix works. So what happens is, uh, a parent who doesn't know how to parent uh, was not parented well themselves. And so the sins of the fathers and mothers are visited upon the children. And, and, and that's that replicating feedback loop that you see. And it's a self-enforcing um, edict coming from more conscious manipulators of culture. So we could follow those uh, those conscious, more conscious manipulators all the way to government heads, to religious heads, to the people that are making decisions about societies, about our religious beliefs, about what God is. And then you could take it even further to a consciousness that is off-planet, that is part of the greater matrix that, that of course, holds the chaos in order uh, in whole galactic systems. All of this is all managed in a, in a kind of a matrix so the compartmentalization of consciousness doesn't allow for people to do more than just run what we call, we, they're just running programs. So parents are running programs that they were programmed from their parents who were running programs from their parents. And it's not just parents. It's from the culture itself. The culture becomes the parent in many regards to everybody. The religion becomes the parent. The, polit the political uh, magnets at the top of the pyramid become the parents. And everyone else is compartmentalized and disempowered through the indoctrination so that they never can really buck the system. They can never really own their own uh, divinity, their own sacred, their own empowerment. This has all been taken away methodically. And for good, I guess for good reason, uh, if you want to uh, control and keep chaos from happening. But you, no, you're reminding me actually of a, a guest that was on um, who, who'd done some work with uh, neurosurgeons uh, and th th they discovered that when you go into a doctor's office and the doctor gives you some information, you switch off your reasoning mind and you assume that his authority is absolute. Yes. 
And this is what we're talking about, isn't it? It's exactly yes. that, that you, we have to go in there and question, not, not just sit there and, and believe what he's saying. 100% true. And it's a funny thing. And we talked about it just earlier in the last segment, Peter, that, you know, if, if you're, are, you, are you really sovereign while you're still taking advice from a doctor or still believing in right and left-hand politics? I mean, still listening and, uh, and reiterating uh, uh, the dogmas that you've been taught as a child in your religion? Um, the, the truth of the matter is, no, you're not. But you still are a part of a community. And so you find that we, we, in a sense, have to interface with that community. And, and I think awakening consciousness, awakening souls are able to do that because their awakeness allows them to really maneuver and to navigate all the indoctrinated people within the system that can serve them and that they can do exchanges with. It doesn't have to be an all-one-way fight against oppression. It can be actually a very conscious and methodical strategy to be awake among the unawake. And certainly I, I can see from what you're saying that when you're able to step back and look at it from a slightly detached perspective, you can see what's going on and not to get annoyed by it, but to actually transcend it, as you say. So true. And in a sense, you hold those who are unawake. I mean, part of uh, the thing about love is that if, if you have more consciousness in, in and you see things that other people don't, and you see where, where people's unconsciousness is causing harm or pain for themselves and others, it's kind of love's um, message through you to hold them and lead them, or at least because we're, we're all trying to respect each other's boundaries, everyone's got to go through their own personal soulful um, process. But we also have a way that we can present and interface with those people to encourage the awakening where they can make better decisions from their deeper soulful side instead of just running programs. It's a kind of a, it's a very strategic way to be and it's, it's not meant to be patronizing ever, but loving and compassionate. So Kelly, I'd love you to talk a little bit because I read some of some of the work on your website and some of your articles, and you you, you made a very profound insight about the modern world in in which we live and how men are faced with seeing these images of all these gorgeous girls and how that creates challenges for them in their real loving relationships with their partner. Can you explain that to our listeners? Yes, the foundation of our work, and, and when I say our, I don't mean me and Perry, I mean all of us that are listening to this right now. We are restoring the, uh, repairing the relationship between the archetypes of the masculine and the feminine. So we have to realize that all, all of the Hollywood movies and all this porn, all of this is uh, completely taking, uh, separating the, mas- the, the, the archetype, tearing them apart. So we all have to realize that uh, we can be in right relationship with one another. We, we need to be in right relationship with each other, with, with source, with, and that's a key piece that we need to get to at some point in the rest of the interview. Source is the, the foundation. And, and then with each other and then with the earth and with the sun and, and, and come from gratitude for what we have here. Now, in the meantime... We have to take a look at how we are not in right relationship with one another, and that's the foundation of where we start. So when we're misusing our sexual energy and, you know, 
in, in, in Hollywood, all women and, and the musicians are used, misusing their sexual energy to ensconce men so that they're not attracted to their wives. And then on the other hand, our sisters, our friends, our girlfriends are showing cleavage so that, you know, to, to attract men to leak their energy. So we all need to be responsible for our, our sexual energy and, uh, and come back to the heart and realize that we're a tribe together. We don't need to compete for men, we don't need to compete. It, we, we need to be coming together and, and heal the wounds that make us want to be, uh, want to take energy from others. This is, this is the foundation of Liquid Mirror as I teach people how to, how they're leaking energy, how they're unconsciously taking energy. And that's, you know, how to seal the leaks of the soul so the soul can vibrate at a broader frequency. So when we learn how to read relationship with one another, uh, after doing the healing, then we go into this deeper intimacy that is so worth the path. It's so worth all the effort and all the work that we have to do to get there. And we are doing it. There's so many changes going on in the world. There's a lot going on in the world that is a little bit uh, very highly disturbing that most people are not even aware of what's going on in North Korea, um, what's going on in the Middle East. Uh, and I encourage people to wake up and take a look at what's really going on around the world. But in the meantime, we need to really sink in and do our own interpersonal work and take responsibility for humanity because we are all one. We are each other. Thank you, Kelly. That's a great opportunity for us to take our second break, which we'll do now. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Are you looking to advance spiritually? Listen each week for Spiritual Enlightenment, Advancing One's Wisdom. Your host, Medium Maureen Allen, will cover an array of spiritual topics aimed to help you advance your soul's desired growth. Each week, areas of spirituality will be discussed and explored ranging from strange, paranormal experiences to heaven spirit guides and angels to learn more about the other dimensions and how to better assist your path of evolution tune into spiritual enlightenment advancing one's wisdom every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time 7 p.m eastern on the voice america seventh wave channel do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life come and join our heart-centered community with peter tongue and sherry chase Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Be Visionary this is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. 
Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. I'd just like to take the opportunity to thank our sponsors for this series of shows. Sherry Chase of Chase International Real Estate Company in beautiful Lake Tahoe, Nevada and Reno, Nevada. And also to my regular engineer, Matt, who's also assisting today, and Brandy Jackson, my producer, for providing the opportunity for me to bring such wonderful guests to you, our listeners. And Kelly Lashar and Perry Mills are two of those wonderful guests today. And just before the break, Perry, Kelly was talking about uh, intimacy and love and the desire, deep desire we have to reconnect both with partners and with, with source. So uh, make add your comments to those. Yeah, I think what, uh, thank you, Peter. Um, one of the misconceptions or, or little understood areas when it comes to intimacy is how important how tantamountly important it is for the individual to have great intimacy with their own inner self and their own sense of their source. So how do we respond to other people? Um, We want to, in a sense, uh, we've always felt that intimacy and love was all about mirroring the best qualities in our partners or our loved ones or our associates. So as a mirror of their best qualities, we have to know it how to be those best qualities. We know we have to understand and see them within other people, but we can only do that if we see them within ourselves. So in, initially, I think what we're all working toward uh, is to purify our sense of our own dignity and honor, our sovereignty, our uh, specialness, our um, miraculous, wonderful selves. If we don't understand that that this whole universe of ours is actually a cooperative venture and that it was divined and devised to be um, a miracle, a continuous uh, litany of emerging miracles. This is what life was designed to do. When that uh, connection with that level of the sacred is not known to an individual, they have a hard time mirroring the sacred in anyone else. Intimacy is, and love is all about knowing what love and intimacy is. It's, it's about knowing that you stand on your own soulful feet, that you have really a strong, positive uh, relationship with source, and that you feel that, in a, that you are divine, that you could channel and mirror the divine. And so as we look at each other, we want to be, in a sense, the mirror of God's eyes to them. We want them to see themselves in the most beautiful, accurate, and flattering terms. We want, them to, we want them to be invited to know their sacred inner selves, to know their great worth, their loving hearts, their innocence, all the, the virtues that have been robbed through all the reflections through culture and through religion and all the, the indoctrinations. We need to kind of, in a sense, know that purity within ourselves. I don't see it being a complete Peter without people being at peace with themselves in their own source. Thank you. So, so Kelly, tell us how the love revolution, um, the road to our own sovereignty, how, how is that going to work? Uh, how, how are you going to create this opportunity for people to, to, to do this inner work and begin to realize uh, that they can indeed enjoy beautiful, intimate, loving relationships with themselves, their partners, and with, with Source? 
Well, we have created a course called Temple Magic to where this is what Perry and I have been doing for years together now uh, regularly to where we have a format to where we can, you know, we, we call it an altar and it's not ritual, it's ceremony. And we have objects that represent the people that we love and, and, and plus objects that represent our own healing. And we just go deep. We go deep with the, the way we work on ourselves and with each other. And so the Temple Magic course is the, the main piece. There's also going to be a liquid mirror workshop to help people get the foundational work so that they're, you know, the, the deeper healing is done first so that, that people can have deeper intimacy with one another, which is the gift. This is the thing that's been taken from us is intimacy and it's the most satiating, gratifying experience that there is, is uh, being in love with one another. So we just have to get all of the stuff shut off of us so that we can enjoy the reason for existing. Do you want to add to that, Perry? Yeah, this, this whole process of uh, uncovering the, the pure state of ourselves um, it's 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 a humble journey, to be sure. When you were referencing earlier with the question about how do we, you know, walk in the world with all the distractions and all the misuse of uh, sexuality through the media and movies and 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 what have you, I think that what what you see is most people who are are seduced by this are seduced away. Uh, buy it because of their lack of connection with this pure form of love within themselves. So if a person can finally get to a, a place of knowing love of a very pristine nature, then the, the whole allure of this surfacey kind of titillation uh, in the media and in the culture becomes less and less appealing, and it becomes actually a distraction. So the person that is in, drawn into that seduction generally has not a, a large sense of self-love. If they did, then they would be protecting the idea of love in their relationships and not being pulled away so easily by all the external titillation. So in a sense, we have to, have a, uh, we have to drop into a sacred space with this idea of love. We have to get cleaned up in our own sense of our um, honor, our honor. And then we have, if you're going to hold, if you're going to have intimacy with somebody, uh, it's only, you can only be as intimate as everyone is safe in that exchange. And safety means that you've cleaned up your own intention. And so, in a sense, I, I just wanted to say that a person who gets a better connection with the idea of love with a capital L, the more they know how to love at all the more they're attracted to intimacy over titillation. The, that, that voracious, insatiable need to be satisfied on the outside is replaced with an ins- a more satiable capacity to engage in intimate relationships with those that you're close to. And, and then how does that um, tie in with uh, the love of source and the connection to source? I think because we all need, every one of us needs to remember what love really is. Um, the word has been used in so many discrediting ways. It's been labeled uh, so cavalierly uh, in so many 
parts of our lives that it ceases to have the meaning of the love that we're talking about. So to me, the source thing is really getting down to finding that, that wonder and that amazing, curious uh, passion again about life. Most people are, are feeling that life is a toil. They're, they're fighting their way through the days. And, and it's hard to get to, the, to an idea of reverence and love within yourself with source if you think you've been betrayed by God. So one of the first things that has to happen for people is they have to see that the betrayal really isn't God at all. It's really the indoctrinators and the indoctrinations that have betrayed and taken our eyes off of the ball, so to speak, the ball of God, the ball of love. The, uh, they've, they've basically hijacked souls, and which is all what we've been referencing earlier, and, and many of, our, of your guests talk about this. So one of the key elements when you use the word betrayal and, and being let down is always, in, in my work anyway, it always seems to come down to uh, a lack of trust. And what we're talking about here is building uh, incredible foundation of trust within our relationships and within our lives. Yes. Yes, this is a very deep subject because, you know, there's some speak out there about um, I am God. So maybe I don't even need to consider God. But, you know, that's okay when we are one with God, when we are one with source and creating universes together. Yes, because we all come from the same place. We're all made from the same fabric. That's absolutely true. But when we are incarnate in 3D, we need a relationship with source. And that starts with reverence. That starts with gratitude and then, and then humor. And then you can even have, you know, a tumultuous relationship. If you, you know, I've, I've had so many conversations with source on this level. And, and I consider source as a masculine and feminine being because they're mirrors of us. And, and, and we all have that within ourselves. We're both masculine and feminine. And, um, but, you know, this is like very pertinent that we take time to give reverence for our existence to get through this together. And, and it's, it's a leap. I understand that it's a leap because we all feel like we're suffering and everything's working against us. But if you can start with source, and this is what we do in ceremony as we sit down and take time, just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for my existence, my love for you, my life for you. And source will always mirror back everything that you say, my love for you, my life for you. And then now let's work together. Let's work together. Okay, so now my life is getting challenging right now. What do I do in these very challenging circumstances? We're in very challenging circumstances right now, all of us. And source will give us guidance. But we don't trust ourselves to hear source. That's the core wound right there because we don't trust God and we don't trust uh, our, our, our capacity to hear because we've been entrained to meditate in silence, you know, all of the spiritual guru stuff that's happened to us as well, this false uh, spirituality when it all really should have been all along, let's just sit down and have a conversation with Source and our avatar as well. Avatar is your oversoul. And when you, when you connect with your avatar and Source, you can get very clear guidance in terms of how to get through all of these daily 3D challenges. So just as, just as you said that, Kelly, uh, there's a bald eagle circling over my 
Ah. my place right now i think <laughs> i think we've got some confirmation i've got the swan down on the gorge preening That's... itself and i've got the bald eagle up in the sky i think we're oh. i think we're doing okay i think so <laughs> and now it's flying off now it's showing itself to us so we'll take our final break it's peter tongue for awakening to conscious co-creation The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tan. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. I have with me today Kelly Lashar and Perry Mills having a wonderful discussion about uh, our opportunity at this time to step back into our personal sovereignty and to co-create beautiful, sacred, loving union with each other. Kelly, just uh, let our listeners know how they can connect with your work through your website and anything else of significance that you're involved in. Okay, my website is liquidmirror.org and my email address is there which is kellylachey at gmail.com. And with the RISE project, this is very exciting uh, because people have felt so isolated in their awakening and, and want to actually have tools, but affordable tools, so people don't have to travel to workshops and spend hotel, you know, money on hotel rooms and airplane tickets. We're making this accessible so that all this deep inner work that they can do in a very easy way and in an intimate uh, way as well to create community. So most of our workshops are going to be in small groups 
And so people, you know, can have, we're creating sacred space in these sessions so that everyone feels safe and we create community and relationships and intimacy with each other as we're going through our processes of, uh, you know, digging deeper and releasing whatever we need to do to create whatever we want to create together. So rise is a very profound thing. George Gavasilis is, is, uh, doing his uh, workshop as well, as well as Eve Lorgen, as well as Sienna Leah, and they all have really great work to offer. So uh, if you're interested, just sign up on my website, uh, you know, subscribe, and when Rise is announced, when we launch it, you can have access to that. Great. Thank you. So Perry, did you want to make any comments uh, on what Kelly was talking about before the break? Yes. Um, the whole, we were, we started this discussion uh, emphasizing sovereignty. And when we talk about soul sovereignty, we talk about the, the pristine you. Well, how does someone really know what to trust? We're used to taking advice from experts. We're always going outside in. We're, we're listening to the people we think know more than us. And that's a dangerous situation. Sometimes it's inspiring as a stepping stone to getting us to trust our own inner intuitive um, connection with, our, with all knowledge and, and our advice, you could say, or uh, what we need. Um, I just wanted to add that the ceremonial sacred space that we employ and that we uh, work with in, in our temple magic has to do with accessing clean information without a third party. So when you have, when you're holding indoctrinations in your unconscious mind through your upbringing and your, in your life here, in a sense, you're, you, it's easy to mistrust what, what you're believing, to mistrust your judgments about yourself or other people or life itself. What we do in temple magic is we kind of, uh, in a sense, brush away all of the, all of the third-party references that come through our indoctrination. And, we, and when Kelly was talking about having a dialogue with Source, how could it be any other way? If you're sovereign, you're taking no counsel from anyone else. Well, what does that leave you with? It's your own direct connection with life, with a capital L. And if you, make, if you can make that capital L life, Source, slash God, personal then you have your sovereign connection to what you need. All your knowledge, all of your purity, all of the best information will come to you directly once you've gotten the indoctrinating middle men and middle concepts out of the way. So it's very hard for people to listen to this idea of God in the New Age community without thinking it sounds too evangelical or too... I mean, they're all a little gun-shy about religion from, uh, for obvious reasons of the past 2,000 years. The fact is, is that if we, if we want to truly be sovereign, we can take no counsel for anywhere, anywhere else. And so we must have a connection with source on our terms. And that means it's a very personal source. It's a personal God that we need. Each one of us has our own personal connection. That dialogue is worthy to the degree that we make it personal so that it can access us and so that can, we can believe that access is real. And we, and we use this temple magic and some of this ceremonial um, designs in order for people to have that access. 
Thank you. So, so Kelly, could you t- tell us about some of the tools that you uh, work with or teach people to work with in this in this work? Yes, and in, in Liquid Mirror, it's the foundation of Liquid Mirror is a, a proactive self healing tool, and I also do soul retrieval that I learned from the Keto in Peru for you know for you know deeper deeper issues that are scary to face yourself, but. I really, I and I only do one per person. It's because it's, we don't need to have a codependent relationship with our healers. So the Liquid Mirror book was created, and workshop uh, and workbook was created for people to take their own uh, take their own capacity to be their own healers, to stand in their strength, not. Um, have to defer to anything else but to do their own inner work. And it is a commitment. It's a very deep commitment, but there are so many ridges in it. I, I myself, when I took on this path, before I had any tools, I would you know, lock myself in a room for three days because I wanted freedom. I wanted to experience joy. I wanted to experience my whole reason for living here so I could experience life in a way that I, I enjoyed it. And, you know, And as I've done that over the years, I have learned how to perceive through uh, what I call the lens of unbearable beauty. As I look out through my eyes nowadays and, and, you know, gradually throughout time and even more so now than before, it is uh, I can weep just by seeing the beauty of everything that we're doing together. Um, the earth herself and her majestic way um, the sun itself in its majestic way. It's a very emotional, intimate relationship that, that we all have with the earth and the sun and, and with life all together. So these tools offer us this path to really engage and fall in love with our existence, which is our, our pathway home. Because we can't wait for someone to save us, you know, we think that, you know, some ETs are going to come and, and rescue us. It's not like that. We are the wave of the ascension. We all have to do this together. And, and the more of us that do it, the quicker we get to go back to that place where it, we're, we're really completely free. And in the meantime, we create our freedom here. So, Perry, we're actually uh, down to the last uh, couple of minutes. So if you'd like to make a a concluding statement after Kelly finished that really important connection to Mother Earth, Father Sky. What would be your final wrap-up comments? I would say that that there's no greater goal than to be in love with life itself. To to find the the part of life that is beyond reproach, beyond judgment, beyond scorn. Uh, when Kelly talks about the unbearable beauty. That beauty is living all around you and in you. And so I would encourage all of our listeners to try to remember uh, that that ideal is real and that that beauty is all around you. And if your eyes aren't seeing it, if your heart is feeling it, it's only because there's some obstacles in the way and those obstacles can be removed. But first, you have to believe that that pure state of grace exists. And I'm telling you that it does. <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you both so very much, Kelly and Perry, for a wonderful discussion today. And and I know, as you do from the work that we do, that this is all about each and every one of us 
taking responsibility for ourselves and stepping through this doorway into this magnificent world that you have been describing today, returning to love, returning to loving ourselves, uh, our family, our loved ones, our partners, and source itself. So I really, really appreciate your time today. Thank you so very much. You're so welcome, Peter. Peter, you've been amazing. I really, the profound, deep questions, fabulous. Thank you very much. Thank you, Kelly. And, uh, Really looking forward to what happens next after this after this week, but we're we're on this on this track. There's no doubt about it. Thank you. So I hope you enjoy today's show. My guest next week is Richard Rudd, the Gene Keys, unlocking your genius, exploring your original blueprint for why you are here. Should be another very interesting show. I hope you have a great week. I hope you're feeling well balanced and centered at the middle of this beautiful grand cross holding space for you in the four directions have a wonderful week it's peter tongue for awakening to conscious co-creation we hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring please join host peter tongue for another edition of awakening to conscious creation next wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time noon pacific time on seventh wave network